This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Erica Polsonelli, and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast, where we talk all things spirituality, ascension, health, wellness, and beyond. I'm so excited that you are here. Come on in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Evolve America, the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here today. Oh, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> Let's see where to begin. I wanted to share a little life update. I keep doing these at the beginning of our solo episodes, but I feel it's important because there's so much I haven't been sharing on Instagram that we've been going through. So I want to share a little bit about that here because this is my soul fam. And I feel like it's such a tight community of people who are here with the best intentions of love and light and appreciation for the practice. So I can just go deeper here. So right now, before I even begin, Bam Bam's sleeping on me. If you hear any funny noises, it is him. He's snoring on my lap. So As many of you know, Bam Bam had his eye removed early in this season. And after that, um, you know, it, it, it took a while for him to just come back to himself after such an intense surgery and being such a sensitive being that he is. And once he was back and he was doing well, um, we had another little hiccup where he was having these episodes after he was eating and he had to go on mostly a vegetarian diet to heal his liver. And he was experiencing these episodes and just being a sensitive person who I am. And I, this is why I don't post it on social media because I know people have children and people have family members who need taken care care, taken care of. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly right now, but And I know this is a dog and a pet, but when you're a sensitive person, you feel energy in a really deep way. And those of us who are pet people and dog people and animal people, we have a lot of compassion for them. And I don't have children yet myself, so I cannot do the comparison at all. I can't imagine the love for a child based off of like what I've experienced with a dog and with a pet, but it's been something that's really been weighing heavy on me and taking me over in this season because of all the challenges he's been going through. And I've made it a priority of mine to be there for him and to support him, which has meant not a lot of traveling at all, not a lot of date nights, not a lot of going out, um, not a lot of leaving the house for extended periods of time because he is my responsibility. And I've committed to giving him a really comfortable and happy life while he's here. So while he had the liver issue, um, I was just monitoring it closely. And then two weeks to the day, the, the vet actually thought that it was a gallstone and said he would need surgery. And I said, well, it can't be a gallstone because our dog is not getting surgery again. <laughs> so luckily we took a medication that supports the liver and supplements that support the liver. And within two weeks, just like the doctor said, if it wasn't a gallstone, he said that it would just heal after two weeks. And it did. And two weeks to the day, Bam Bam somehow tore his ACL. So now he has a limp. It's hard for him to get around. 
He wants to be on my lap 24-7 and that's just where we're at. So I tell you all of this because this has led to a really big part of this season that I've experienced and this message that came through to me. And this isn't the only thing that guided this, but in this season I'm in right now, what I've had to master is neutrality. And I want to talk about the topic and I'll use Bam Bam as the example, but this goes into so many facets of life. So we have a positive mind, a negative mind, and a neutral mind. And it is our human nature to have a very active negative mind and to think worst case scenario or just think more negatively. And that is because it's a survival mechanism. Our ancestors had to think of what could go wrong in order to literally survive the day. And that is why it's in our DNA. It is a program and it's a neural pathway that we have all inherited. And what we're doing in this generation is observing that, coming to terms with that, and then having tools and strategies to undo that because we don't need to think negatively in order to survive. We're actually learning the opposite. In order to thrive, we need to have these positive thought forms. We have to have these go-to positive thoughts that are helping us to create our reality because we know how powerful we are as co-creators. And our ancestors have led us to this point in time. If it wasn't for the struggles that they had to go to and go through, we wouldn't be where we are today in this human evolution of being very powerful co-creators who have the birthright of feeling good, of experiencing bliss. The better we feel, the more we attract. This was not the story of our ancestors, but it can be our story if we so choose. So it is a pattern. It's something we've inherited that's in our DNA to think more negatively. It's a survival mechanism. But we also have the positive mind. And it's we have the positive mind, the negative mind, and the neutral mind. And it's important that each of these are in balance. Because if we think overly positive, we might not see any potential threats or be able to protect ourselves in the way we need to. If we think overly negative, we obviously know the outcome of that. What we really need to do is come into balance with our neutral mind. And when we master, I don't know if we ever become masters of it, but when we really start to be able to access neutrality, our life completely changes. So I tell you all this and I tell you the story about Bam Bam to lead up to a moment last week when I'm walking and I start to think, I was I was saying and I guess creating as I was saying it like summer bummer or a bummer summer because Vinny broke his foot, Bam Bam has had multiple physical ailments and it's just like it felt like a lot and it felt like we were kind of just tied down to be here now. And I was walking and I was thinking about how 
there are things I wish I could have done this summer or how it wasn't the summer that I dreamed of because every time summer comes around, I'm so super excited. But that's life. And I realized in that moment, I was on the frequency to call myself out and see my ego and see my lower self and say, if you keep thinking this, that's what you're going to continue to create. And in that moment, I completely shifted and I remember exactly where I was on the walk and sometimes on our walks, I just stop into the market in town to grab some produce and grab some fresh fruit. So I did that and I was online and I, all of a sudden, this frequency shift occurred where I felt the energy of summer in the town that I live in and the the buzz of the energy, the feeling of the warm sun, the sweat that's coming off my body from being on a long walk and feeling now the air condition in the in the store on me and just hearing and feeling the energy of people coming to the beach and going to enjoy their day at the beach and I was like oh my goodness, there's so much beauty and joy in this moment right here. Maybe it's not on a wonderful vacation, but I'm creating that energy right here because this is what is in this moment. And I'm going to enjoy whatever the heck it looks like in any way that I can because it's my choice whether I enjoy it or resist it. It's really the only two choices. And it's that space of just accepting it, accepting what is going on around you because we can't control everything or anything for that matter. But we can control how we process the energy, how we process what is coming towards us, what is coming to us. And I chose in that moment to process it as a gift, as beauty, as this beautiful, blissful pause in just accepting where I am, how grateful I am to live where I am, how grateful I am to be out on a walk and have the ocean one block to my right. And within that moment, everything changed. And that got me thinking to neutrality and the neutral mind. So a few months back, I posted this incredible proverb or fable of a farmer who I'm not going to say it completely to the details that it is, but I'm going to paraphrase and give you an idea of the story. And you may have seen it on my my Instagram story. So there's this man, this farmer in town, and um, one day his horses run away and the whole town comes to him. His horse runs away. One horse he has. And the whole town comes to him and they say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear about your horses. How are you going to get around? How are you going to get your food? How are you going to yada, yada, yada. And he said, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. You think it's bad news, but I'm not so sure. And the next day the horse showed up with two more horses And everyone from town came and they said, oh my goodness, congratulations. What good news. Now you have three horses. You went from zero to three. And he looked at everyone. He said, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. It just is. And then the next day, his son got in an accident and injured his body in some way. He was unable to move. And the whole town came to him and they said, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear about the terrible news. And he said back, is it good? Is it bad? I'm not so sure. And then the next day, the army had to, called for all able bodies to fight in the army. And his son wasn't able to. And everyone came to town and they said, oh my goodness, that's so great that your son doesn't have to go to war. And he said, is it good? Is it bad? I'm not so sure. And he stayed neutral. And this is an example 
of in life being able to tap into neutrality. And I am a huge believer in when we should celebrate and when we should find joy and when we should feel like saving, we should freaking feel it because that is so magnetizing and it helps us to attract so much. And I also believe in feeling the sad, dense emotions too and being in that and just letting them flow and letting ourselves feel and heal by feeling it and moving it. There's a time where we have to decide enough is enough and we have to come back to this neutral space of this feeling of there's a greater plan. There's a plan beyond what I can conceive and I trust and I'm going to stay neutral and whatever is happening here and now, I know it serves a purpose, whether it's to create more expansion in my life, whether it's to push me towards a decision that I have been sitting on and sleeping on, whether it is actually going to be seen as a gift in three years when I could rewind and say, oh my goodness, that is the purpose that phase played in my life. We don't know the greater plan. And I think there is so much importance in believing first that there is a greater plan, something beyond what we know, what we can see, what we can understand or we can make sense of. And leaning into that and trusting into that space, trusting into that knowing. So as we tap into neutral or neutrality, neutral is nothing. At the same time, neutral is the container for everything. Because in that moment, and that's the duality, that's the polarity, that nothing and everything exists all in the same thing, all in the same thing. So being neutral is the ability to perceive reality the way it is, not the way we are choosing to see it. And we learn that through the farmer and we learn it through the moments in our life where we minus, we take away the projection, whatever energy, expectation, or judgment we're projecting on a circumstance, we take that away and we just see it as it is what's in front of us. And we stay open to what it has to offer us. And our neutral mind is our base. It helps for us to step more into the observer of our life. And a lot of you may already be acquiring that skill of neutrality without this is um this is something that the practice has brought me, but I actually never conceptualize it in the way I am today or the way that it happened or came to me last week. And that's what is forever fascinating about this practice to me, that we start to embody things that we're not even consciously aware of or taught or consciously know. But our cells and our body holds the wisdom of it and we start to take that on. It's almost like going backwards. Like when I first started meditating, I felt like I was able to see from a whole new set of eyes and hear out of a whole new set of ears. And I didn't realize that we could turn on dormant DNA and that's what was actually happening. 
And I think a lot of you are probably already tapping into this space of neutrality and the power of being neutral without actually consciously being aware of it. But it helps us to be more passive, more of an observer and an active witness to our thoughts, our emotions, and our reactions. And we just zoom out and we're able to see ourselves and how we're reacting and how we're responding and how we are creating. I called myself out that day and said, Erica, if you're going to say that this is how things have been going and this is how things are going, you're creating that. So create a new story right now. And so I did, just like that. When we create these neutral shifts, our inner reality shifts. Our consciousness expands, our awareness expands, and by becoming a neutral channel, we're more connected to divine because when we're creating resistance in this realm, it brings us very much into this realm. But when we're able to accept and observe we create so much more space. There's space within us. Whatever would be used as resistance or judgment or um, that analyzed discomfort, we now opened up that space to just feel, to just be, to accept and be open. Be open to what it can bring. Be open to the next minute, completely shifting everything. So this helps us on a 3D level feel a lot less stressed, feel a lot more comfortable in our current circumstances, allows the heart to be more open, allows the mind, the third eye to be more open. And it allows us to step back and trust in a higher plan. And like I've said before, it's a lot easier And this was going to be a whole other podcast episode, which we'll get to too. But it's a lot easier to stay feeling low than to feel elevated. And I think a really big piece that is missing here in that practice is neutrality. And when we could just be neutral, it helps us to not have to dip so low, not be pulled down by everything that's going on around us or within our lives, but it keeps us in a centered space. And then we use our practices to elevate through them. So I hope that you enjoyed this perspective on being the neutral observer and tapping more into neutrality. There's actually a meditation on Evolve for the neutral mind. And this is something that I definitely want to dive in deeper into for meditations. So I will be Definitely keeping that in mind and sharing those out, especially if you guys are interested in it. But I hope today, and I hope you could take with you into your life of when you are maybe creating some resistance, and we all do it. I I still do it, even though I have this awareness now. There's going to be moments where I tap into that space of creating resistance and going to a negative thought process. And in those moments, we have the awareness. We become the super observer of our lives. And we're able to choose again. We're able to choose something in that moment that's not only going to feel better in that now moment, but it's going to help us expand. And it's going to help us lean into trust and faith and help us to manifest whatever it is we want. Thank you so much for joining me for this little chat. 
I love our solo episodes together. Please continue to send in requests for topics. And if you haven't already, you can rate and review the podcast and share it with a friend if you feel that it's impacted you or if you feel like someone else can benefit from these topics. Thank you so much for being here. May the long time sun shine upon you. Satnam. Satnam.